He's evolving. What was that? What is that? He's growing. What is that? I made it. I'm here. I made it. (laughs) I ran a thousand miles and a thousand again, but I still don't know. Where do we begin? My name is Wayne Radio TV. I'm Trog. I'm Log. I'm Balp. And I'm Gur. How does it feel, folks? How does it feel to be on the same podcast with an Olympic winner? I don't know. I'll let you know when it happens. I ran. I won. I've won the. I've won the first gold medal for running a thousand podcast miles. Wow. What's the difference between a podcast mile and a regular mile? Yeah. What's the conversion? Well, I did rate? all of them sitting in the chair, not moving. It's like an imagination kind of sport. Like oh, you just okay. hold on. Like image training. <laughs> Oh shit! I just ran a thousand and one podcast miles, so I guess uh, I win. Oh shit! There's no competition for a thousand and one miles. You're second place. You have to have a rounded number. Actually, you took longer. You took longer to finish. It's really just about whoever tells the judge that they're done first. It's like well, who's the judge? It's kind. It's really stupid. Uh, you know. Um, if you know, you know. Look, Santa Claus. Uh-huh. See, you don't have to actually do anything to finish the race, but the judge is in a pod that is constantly moving around the city, and you have to be at the right place at the right time. <laughs> I don't know. I just call him on the phone. That's what I did. Whoa, you got his number? I don't think they're going to hold this competition in the next Olympics. I think they're going to can it. They're going to can uh, it. Not working out. It was kind of bullshit, but I got my medal. I hear most gold medals are given out by just texting the judge, hey, can I have it? <laughs> can I get that one? Can that I one was one? actually mine. You forgot to give it to me. That one looks pretty good. Can I have it? I bet that one's made of chocolate. What kind of fucked up events would be at, like, the podcast Olympics? Like, whitest uh, man? Speed talking? Lemon sucking? <laughs> Did you say whitest man? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that seems relevant to podcasting. They shine, they shine, a, they shine a floodlight at you, and uh, whichever, whichever man blinds the judge wins. Sex tip giving? So, you know, hey, f- a fun fact. So, you know my friend Mike, right? Well, our friend Mike. I introduced him to the group. When, we, when we, I met him, wh- one time in high school, it was like a particularly sunny day. We were at a friend's house, and he was like, oh, I was like, I was like what's that reflection? It was like a reflection on the, on the drapes. And it was like, the, I'm pretty sure, I forgot whether it was him or another incredibly white friend that we had. The light was bouncing off their arm. Like that, look, I'm as white as they come. That shit happens. Hey, I mean, sometimes. it happens. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, hashtag white boy problems. White yeah. boy problems. Yeah, if you ever, yeah, if you ever, in a, yeah, if you're ever in like a desert sniper battle, you get found out immediately from your from the light reflecting. No, off but your then they arms. can't shoot you because you're so white. You're blinding them. We wrote about it. Like you get the tactical advantage. You take down helicopters without even trying because the lights reflect off you into their gla- into their visor. You just strip naked and start doing cartwheels. You remember the, the they arrested him for being too white because he started killing people in helicopters <laughs> yeah, by accident. They put, him, they, put like, him, they put him in his hole where he belonged. <laughs> they put him on the top of a lighthouse. That's where he works now. <laughs> it's it's like a cell though. He just sits he just sits in where the light would be in the lighthouse. <laughs> it's also a pointless lighthouse. It only works during the day. It only works during the day. <laughs> listen, everyone, listen, listen, everyone has a place in the world, okay? That's his place. I'm the lighthouse guy. I heard they don't bring them food enough. I heard lots of ships crash into places over there. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be very effective. There's a lot of shipwrecks. They try to keep. They try to not do anything at night or in storms because it's like it's kind of the world's worst lighthouse. And that's probably why they don't feed him because he does a bad job. He doesn't help. They don't. He feed photosynthesizes. Him. 
They don't feed him. He eats the bugs that fly in that, that get attracted to him because all the light, like moths. Paid by commission, just how many ships you prevent from crashing. You get a meal. You know, I, uh, I actually, I made a trip out there once. I sat in the booth, like, at the top of the lighthouse with a phone, you know, to talk to him. And, uh, he's pretty sad. I kind of, I kind of want to, like, I want to, like, yeah, I mean, it is a prison. That's the point. (laughs) Good, he's killed so many. (laughs) He didn't mean to. I like, yeah, it was just an accident. It's okay. All he needed to do was put on a jacket. But his punishment is permanent. It's not like we have a law about killing people on accident. He could have stopped at any time. He could have got a tan. That glass is so thick. The holes for air, the holes for air, I can't even fit any treats into him. I could just put, like, <laughs> hot, like Hot Wheels cars for him to play with. Log, Log just got me I thinking. I just dropped them in. Uh, how good are you guys at getting a tan? I can't. I don't think I've ever tried, actively. Yeah, nah. I mean, I, I tan maybe a little bit if I'm, like, out in the sun a lot doing stuff, but that, that hasn't happened in a long time. Not, not that I don't go outside, but, like... I feel like, like, I didn't, I, I don't get tans as much as, like, when I was a kid in the summer, when I would, like, spend a lot of time by the pool. Like, and I don't have a pool now. At the age of, what, like, almost 28 years old, if I'm outside for more than three hours, I get a tan. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's some kind of, like, fact of nature. Like, some kind of, I don't even know, it's, it's like the ecosystem. Small children just, like, create pools in their vicinity. Like, (laughs) if there's a a seven-year-old, there's got to be a swimming pool. (laughs) Just always. I don't know how that works. Like, they gather round. They find them. Yeah, if you see see more than three, like, shirtless seven-year-olds, you're guaranteed to know there's a pool or a slip and slide nearby. You you want to know something that's fucked up? From ages one to five, I didn't have a pool. It was around when I turned seven that we had a pool. That's when we moved to the pool house. So maybe there's something to your theory. I've never had a pool. What does that mean? I mean, you don't have to have a pool built into we the ground. We should get a pool. If you don't have a pool, like, children will find a way. Yeah. I think we should get, like, a communal podcast pool and start doing our podcast from the pool. Oh, uh, if we... Oh, my God. If we... Hey, uh, fans, uh... We need to get more popular. Spread the word. I want to one day have us all meet up and do a podcast from a pool. Hey, Mega Sixty Four did that back in the day. You remember that? Didn't they do that? Yes, they did. I want to they do. Did. I want to do a it's podcast from the cool rock pool in the in the uh, Japan stage in Hitman. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying like the the like hot springs where the macaques are, the monkeys I mean, in Japan, team. like the real one. But we can't go in the water. I mean, maybe if we get the podcast popular enough in Japan that they would be like, oh, man, where do we begin? Yeah, put them in with the monkeys. Let, let them in for a little while. I, th- I, think, I think we could get a pass. I don't want to dox anybody, and I don't want to reveal sensitive information, but there is a water park within driving distance to uh, several of us. So we could do oh, yeah. a water park episode of Where Do We Begin, which seems like a really bad idea for an audio-only podcast. Yeah, that would be a pain in the ass. It would be really funny. Well, I mean, hey, I'm like, I'm looking into getting one of those streaming backpacks. And I mean, if I can waterproof it. Oh, uh, sure. Well, like, we'll answer the questions as we go through one of those, down one of those trap door water slides. The very first podcast recorded on the lake. Yeah, you know, have you heard about, you've, you You don't know what those are? They're so cool. I want to ride it. Like, I, I bet if you describe it to me, I'll know what you're talking about. But They just... put you in a pod and then they, they like, a trap door opens and you fall into and the slide. And they cast you. 
Okay, that that must be some new technology then. That wasn't around when I, I was seven. It's Flies. like I think it came out like seven years ago. So you're behind. You're behind the dimes with the with the water park. Crowd, yeah, you, you know the exact year. Yeah, he invented it. <laughs> I got a book about slides in the library. I've been ca- I've been <laughs> catching Wayne up. Radio TV submergible method for great fun. <laughs> I'm trying to think of when the last time I went to a water park is, and I think I had to have been like ten. I think it's I think it's approaching two decades since I've been to a water park. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to water parks so much. Uh, it was like all the fucking time. What was your favorite ride? Uh, okay, so I can I can name location now because I don't live there anymore. In Connecticut, there is a uh, there's an amusement park called Lake Compounds. It's built off a lake called Compounds, uh, and they had a uh, th- it was like a regular they had a regular amusement park, but they had a water park as well. And they had a water slide that was like you know topical a lighthouse and there's no white man trapped at the top any white man that goes to the top of that lighthouse would actually be able to escape uh via a slide the it was like it was one of those like pitch black water slides pretty much like where it's like almost completely dark and something about the way they had it set up you just went so fucking fast like it was dangerous i remember one time bunking my head on that shit the uh but it was so much fun it was it's like it's still to this day the the most intense water slide i've been on I want to ask a roundtable question here, uh, yeah. relevant to the topic of water parks and, and amusement parks. I feel like maybe we talk about amusement rides too much on this podcast. Is this not yeah, what? It's not the first time. Th- that's not the question about? I was going to ask, but I'm thinking about it, and I feel that? like I have memories of us talking about like rides and slides and amusement parks a lot. I have no memory of this. I have no memory of this. We've talked. I mean, we've talked about carnival games, but that's way different. Maybe that's what it is. Podcast question of the week. Do you remember us talking about <laughs> amusement park rides? We talked about, listen, do you want this? Do you want to talk about clown? Please, somebody go back through the records and tally the amount of times we've talked about rides and slides. Do you want to talk about clown water game? Do you want to talk about no, I don't. clown balloon blast? I want to ask, <laughs> what in your head, without, like, first answer, don't think about it. What's more dangerous, a roller coaster or a water slide? Roller coaster. Water slide, slide. I think water slides actually. Yeah. I think water slides actually kill more people. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. Because okay. you're freely moving. That's like true. if there's a weird physics fuck up, if your if your ragdoll clips against the fucking. You know, it's it. hard for me to. It's hard for me to say because like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Water water slides. I mean, you're just loose. Whenever I think of like, all right, what are all of the uh, the calamities that have occurred in amusement parks? It's always on roller coasters, not water slides. Now, I want to say that that's because whenever somebody flies off of a roller coaster, that's like, that's evening news because that's, that's interesting. Whenever that somebody it, just it like happen. bumps their head on a water slide, you don't hear about it. Yeah, I was going to say, we have to change the parameter. Is it most dangerous as in you get injured or most fatal? Usually because they lose them in the pool. They don't find the bodies, so they don't even know. They just get swept down the lazy <laughs> they river. Go down the drain. Seen again. <laughs> they do get sucked down the drain. Rugrats was wrong. When you get down to it, water slides are like freeform, but because they're freeform, there's only like a small amount of things that they can do, and those things are relatively safe. Like if, you just, if you're going down a tube, like you're going down a tube. That's I think more, but but in that tube, but in that tube, if you like, but you can get bumped, you can get scraped, you can get cut, you can drown. It, it, it's, it's the wild fucking west. Anything could happen. What if one kid, like I don't know, takes off his pants in the water slide and it gets stuck, and you hit his pants in the tube? <laughs> they become sharp. <laughs> you hit his pants and you die. 
What if a murderer sticks <laughs> knives all through that tube? Yeah, yeah. I, we, there was a movie about that, and it was a true story. It was a true story. It was a true story? What was it called? Slip and Scream? Yeah, it had some stupid, stupid like name. That. Summer Scream. The only, the only times splash. I can think of, like, amusement parks having, like, bad things happen, it's always been on the purely mechanical stuff. Because, like, I mean, like, water, water slides are one thing, but, I mean, like, this is just machinery. You know... You know how this is machinery being controlled by like, but that machinery is made of cold steel metal. That shit doesn't change. Like if it's made right, this is machinery being controlled by seventeen-year-olds who want to go home and play Destiny Two. I do. I do think that log has a point. They just press a button. Do you think the seventeen-year-olds are like? Do you think the seventeen-year-olds have to like build the roller coaster and roller coaster tycoon to make sure they direct the cart properly? Like they have to be maintained, and you have to recognize when something's going wrong. Well, they have they have actual engineers. They have real. They don't. The seventeen year olds don't go up and bang the fucking wires with and the also, wrenches. You think like about they, it. You think about it. Like whenever they come up with a new roller coaster and they put it out there, like and it's and it's built for the first time and it's not just following a template. Like for the first week, everybody who goes on it is an experiment. That is and true. They, and there are no survivors ever. Well, no, they they do test rides. There are multiple stories of like Disneyland ha- opening up new roller coasters and people is it feels like every single one like there's at least one person that died. What? Sometimes you just got to be a I guinea pig for the, for the mouse, you for know. The greater, for the greater good. They can make the flag yellow. What was that Green Lantern ride that was made purely because people it was like, well this is completely different. People you want something different. People? And then everyone that got on it got their nuts smashed. What? I don't. Rem- I know the ride that you're talking about, but I don't remember where it was. Maybe the test dummies didn't have nuts, and that was kind of an oversight. Yeah, yeah they didn't really know what would happen whenever the the <laughs> boxing glove drops down, connected to a wall, <laughs> designed to punch you in the nuts. I don't know. We thought this would just like scare them. This is supposed to. This part of the ride is supposed to represent one of the Riddler's tricks, and uh, it it fucked. You know, up. the Riddler from Green Lantern. Hey, the Riddler, listen, the Riddler could show up at any Six Flags ride. It could happen in any That's ride. True. It's a DC property. Big oversight for, for the climax of the ride to be Green Lantern versus Sinestro, and they both make giant mallets and swing them at the crotches of the, of the, <laughs> of the, of the riders. No, the, that, that Green Lantern ride is pretty interesting. I remember watching a YouTube video about it. The actual truth of it is much less inter, or much less funny than that, which is just like, they just built it wrong. Like, that's why it hurt everybody's nuts is they, like, they basically <laughs> constructed it incorrectly in a way such that uh, it's it's the kind of ride where you, like, you're basically, like, in a little pod, which is going on a roller coaster track, but that pod is free swinging, so it could, like, oh, do, like, little loop-de-loops so on like, its own okay. or spin around in circles, and, like, something they did to it messed up like the counterweighting, and it made it so that you just had too much G-force, like, pulling on you out. Nuts. So it would, it did indeed uh, crush your balls. So here's the dark secret that no one wants to talk about, but I'm I'm brave enough. Do you think any like anyone, like any like cock and ball torture enthusiasts went on that ride intentionally? No, because yes. they wouldn't have known. No, they would have found out and gone out for it. The ball pain would have been reported, and they would have fucking fixed it. No, because by the time the CBTers could get there, they would they would like. Dude, no, they left that thing going for a long time. Those darn CBTers. What? They let you they let you just get your balls crushed? They let a they they left that thing going a long time. How many did that ride render infertile? 
How many a how lot. many children were taken from this world? I'm gonna say somewhere between one and ten. That's listen. That's worse. Listen, all these people are mad about abortion. You need to get mad at Six Flags. This is getting <laughs> weird now. <laughs> this is what happens whenever we go out of our way after the recording of the last podcast to say, oh, we should come up with some topics beforehand, and then we don't we come do up that. with any topics for like a month. And we just hit the damn record button. We kept procrastinating. I'm sorry. Did you guys hear about the Man of Steel ride? He was destroyed. Don't go on it. Don't go on it. They hire a real... They they hire a... There's just a guy, and he's dressed as Superman, and he throws, like, bricks at you while you're on the ride. I thought you were going to say they hire a real Superman. They hire a real Man of Steel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean... It's the closest thing. He's got to throw those bricks really hard. I thought you were going to say there was just a man dressed as Superman that picks you up and throws you, and that's the ride. <laughs> I would fucking ride that. That'd be awesome. You'd ride one time, yeah. one time ride. They like strap you into a chair. It's like it's like you know how it feels to like sit in a chair in Gmod and have someone fizz gun you. Make a ride that's just that. The idea of a ride called like the lowest lane experience, and the seat is just <laughs> the seat is just Superman holding you. Yeah, yeah. You sit in his lap. <laughs> that would actually be great. And he goes every which way. You know what? I don't even know why we podcast. We need to get on like the board of directors for Six Flags. We have so many good ideas. You'll bring that dancing guy back. I think we should just be on like the board of directors, like general, generic. We can make anything. Our ideas are gold, Listen, no matter this, what. This podcast is also an open call to hire us. Hire us, please. All right, all right for anything, all right. we'll do whatever. What is what is the fast food item that can bring up any stock for any fast food chain restaurant? We listen. We got. We got. We got to brand ourselves proper. We are. We're the money gurus. The money masters. We can make you the fucking money, baby. Right now, uh, you know what? This is a good segue. Right now, it's it's uh, it seems to be shoving Cheetos into everything, even if it doesn't fit or work. Just they, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna pause you right there. I you said right now wasn't this the case like five years ago? Yeah, that's an it's old still the thing. Trend. It's yeah, people still the always trend. do that. What the fuck? Who buys it? I I, I bought it. I, I bought one of the I bought one of the like gimmicky Cheeto items. I think Burger King when I still lived in my hometown years and years and years ago they had like mac and cheese Cheeto bites and I tried them and they were disgusting yeah, and I never ordered disgusting. anything again. Nobody likes them. Did they bring those back? Are people buying those? I mean, there's there's always like some kind of Cheeto flavored something somewhere. I mean, like Cheeto Cheeto type shit is fine. Like like for for instance, like there's a there's like a there's a, like a restaurant here that puts Cheetos in their burritos, and like that that's fine. Like it's it's fatty, it's not good for you, but it tastes fine. It's like the gimmicky frozen Cheeto shit that they just drop in the fryer is is putrid. It's awful. Why are they doing it? Cheap. Who eat it? Who eat it? Oh, eight year olds. What am I talking about? They could copy, like, other street food ideas. It's got to be a hit with the I kids. Think, I think that they should start putting everything into a single cone and then serving What? That. You know, like... Beef, cheese, lettuce, tomato, ice cream, soft serve, chocolate frosting, everything. Yeah, imagine this idea, right? McDonald's. <laughs> we're, we're, we're coming out with the, uh, with the dessert McGriddle. So it's the McGriddle pancake things, uh, and like all the makings of McGriddle, shove it into a cone, even though it's biscuit shaped. Put, <laughs> this is, this put is ice cream on there over put the egg, chocolate syrup on and the you cheese. Don't need an egg, just a sausage McGriddle. 
Put ice cream in sausage. there. Put chocolate syrup on there. Put like I don't know, uh, some some peanuts. I don't know. Uh, splash of cum and just to seal the deal. Set. Yeah, seal the deal, and you're set. And for some reason, it's uh, peanuts Pe- themed, and it's the Snoopy cum. Tell me something though. If so, if they made a dessert McGriddle exactly as I described, people will be lining up to get it. If not, just because it's dessert, because it's novel. Yeah, people yeah. love that kind of stuff, and I mean, like it's pa- it's like it's pancake with ice cream. It's you know, I guess I don't know the breakfast sausage and ice cream combo. I like savory no, sweet yeah. is good and all. That's a little sus. That's a little uh, I don't know. I think there's untapped potential. They keep making they keep making bullshit. Well, then make it. You go tonight. You go buy. Go to the store and buy this shit. Hell, I got a fucking. I can't do that. I'm 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 too busy. I'm stuck in the lighthouse. <laughs> then, then, then you're never gonna sell this idea. If the fucking if we're if we're having our fucking like money shark, whatever the hell they call that show, money meeting shark, with the McDonald's CEO. Shark, yes. If we if if we if they if we meet with them and we're like, all right, we've got this idea. We're gonna put a McGriddle in a cone with like some ice cream, and they're like, can we try it? Is it good? And we're like, ah, we don't. We're too busy. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we just have the idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tell you what. Whenever I'm finished moving into my new place and everything settled down, we can uh, we can get together and. Do- <laughs> Uh, and order some ice cream cones at McDonald's and a McGriddle and put it in there. If you want to do that, I will accompany you on this terrible journey. I'll do it. It'll be, you know, that'll be the first, that'll be the first video episode of Where Do We Begin? It's the one where we put a McGriddle in an ice cream cone. It's funny that you would mention the McGriddle because that's exactly what I was thinking was the McGriddle. You, you got, a, you got a good base with the McGriddle, right? But simpler. It's not as fucking insane as what you just said. Just put some Nutella in there. You need to think outside the box, my friend. No, there needs to be more. It needs to. It needs to like have a visceral reaction when you see a picture of it, where you're like, like, I feel like you all fast food that items one, that are this like genre of fast food item are like they're they're they are trying to make you hate it. Like you, they're trying to make you revolt whenever you whenever you witness it yeah they're like they want you they want you to think oh this is so fucking bad and weird i want to buy it to try it this is disgusting i hate this i need to buy it and tell all my friends that's why it's an lto limited time offers it's because like yeah no one was gonna want to eat it for more than that one month and here's the thing here's and here's where you're fucking wrong you put it you take a mcgriddle you put nutella on it and you charge like 50 cents more for it I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm going to see it on the menu, and I'll be like, fuck that. I'll have one sausage McGriddle. And then I drive home 30 minutes, and I put Nutella on my McGriddle at home, and I save the money, and I'm a frugal god. Okay, well, then, at that point, why, like, even go to McDonald's? Like, you can buy a you can buy bread and meat at the store. Yeah, you can make a burger at A home. cheese McGriddle? <laughs> I've got cheese at home. You don't understand. <laughs> Who orders a cheese McGriddle? See, I'm going to take my money shark idea in a different direction. You guys are thinking too physical. I think that the new the new fast food item everybody's going to love is the blockchain burger. And Shut the if fuck you up. buy it. Shut up. You buy it and it and you get They give you an NFT for the burger? No, it's not an NFT because NFTs are bad and I don't support them, but you do get But blockchain is it the same shit? I don't we're not gonna get to this right now. I can't I don't have time to explain it. All I have to know all you have to know is that you need to buy these burgers because they're going to appreciate in value. So you buy them now and they'll and they'll become more valuable (laughs) over time. They're not for eating. Do they go bad? Wait, McDonald's is the only restaurant that can do that because McDonald's burgers don't go bad. The fucking preservatives like you can you can eat them a year later. 
Holy shit. It follows the same logic as as all cryptocurrency does where like people will buy this burger thinking like, oh man, this burger is worth a dollar now, but in two years it's going to be worth $10 without realizing that then you'll have to get somebody to pay $10 for your burger. Here's the thing. And here's how they do that. Here's how they do that. We develop the preservatives in a way that makes it so that if you eat that burger a year later, it tastes so good. But it also, you can trade it back for a couple more bucks. So you could either eat these delicious year-old burgers. You know, like century eggs? It's like that. But it's burger. the century burger. It's real bad. <laughs> it's a real bad idea. My second idea is just a bullion breakfast sandwich where it just has actual gold on the inside. But, you know, that one might be harder to produce. We'll get Ronald McDonald to host SNL to promote it. It'll be it'll be a hit, it'll be a hit guarantee. Uh, I think if we look at trends, that's going to cause some problems. I think the I think the price of the uh, what what do we call this burger? Like all the all the cryptocurrencies got nice names. Bitcoin, a fantastic name. The Cryptburger. Call it. It's it's no. It's the Bitger. It's the Bitcoin or it's the blockchain burger. You can't call it the Bitcoin burger because that's trademark. So it's the blockchain burger. The bu- the bu- 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 burger, the blockchain burger, the burger, blockchain burger, the bu- burger. We call it the burger. We can call it the turger. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. The turger. Uh, I'm out. I'm the, I'm I'm quitting the money sharks. That's the fucking turger. You guys are gonna fucking throw throw this show in the. No one would eat something named turger. That's. I mean, that's good, right? They'll make sure they don't waste it. Oh, you know what? You're right. Are you one of the money sharks, or are you the p- people giving the money? You're going to lose money. A, a real money shark would not go for a, a deal like this. No, Trog knows how to play the game. Well, I thought we, I didn't know that we were the money sharks. I thought we were just coming up with the ideas and we were yeah, going like, to like email Mark Cuban or something. Well, no, we're like our own thing. Wait, is the money shark what they're actually called? No, I don't think so. Shark Tank. <laughs> it's not. It's called Shark Tank, but they do, <laughs> are, they, they do call them the sharks. Yo, Mark Cuban. Uh... Mark Cuban, you want my 10-year-old hamburger? That's a that's a bit on the nose, right? Because like, you know, they're the stars of the show, and they're called the sharks. And I feel like in most scenarios, calling somebody a shark is like a bad thing. Yeah, it makes them sound dangerous or like untrustworthy. It's late stage capitalism shit. And what I will say is like, if you if okay, if you are running a business and you really needed an influx of money to like keep the business growing, like let's say you let's say your business is successful and you're looking for investors because you want to grow like rapidly, right? Like things are going good. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. There, people have different reasons for going on to the show. Sometimes they literally are just trying to like sell a like sell their company, like whatever. Why would you go on Shark Tank? They treat you like shit. The sharks are like intentionally. The sharks are mean. They're they're like it's almost like they're predatory. I will say I don't know enough about I don't know enough about that show to actually give them the endorsement. The one time I watched that show, the product that they were pitching actually like became a thing that was sold in pet stores all over the country. There are some real stuff that's on that show. Yeah, I think I think I think that show has helped some people, but it does ridicule a lot of them. I'm not saying the show is bogus. Cause you're right. It, it it like out of all the reality shows, I think that one's like the most real one. Like it's real. Like it, it's not it's not bogus. But what I'm saying is they're so they look like they're so mean on the show. Like at the very least, like I don't know. I try to contact those people off the show where they might be nicer. <laughs> like yeah, can I get Mark Cuban's like landline? Like can I just like text him? Like hey bro, you got a couple mil for your for your old pal Trog? 
in a way, you don't give a shit about what Mark Cuban says. You just have a camera on your thing. That's you true. Sh- All right, everybody. Everybody who, everybody who isn't good at... Everybody who isn't fucked up and calls themselves a shark, I got my product. Hey, toss me five bucks. Well, Bulp, you know who else looks really mean on TV? Fucking Gordon Ramsay. He's apparently very nice if you meet him. Mm, I don't know. I hear Gordon Ramsay is mean because he said that my hamburger idea was bad. Well, he was right. I I think he's a mean guy because if you kiss him on the cheek, he gets mad at you. (laughs) You know what? You're right. So I think that kind of like overrides it. That's the test. Someone who's not mean, if you kiss them on the cheek, they'll, they'll blush and, 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 and coyly smile. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a fucking family circus cartoon, you know. That's how you t- It's the family circus test. Everybody knows about this one. And if they're mean, the steam will start coming out of their ears and they'll go... And if they kiss you back on the cheek, they're Italian. Yeah. It's, the, it's also the... This is a very easy test. You can figure out three things about a person. And if they kiss you on the lips, you're going to die. Are they mean? Are they nice? Or are they Italian? <laughs> the only three things you need to know. Are they nice? Are they mean? Are they Italian? And that brings me back to my original question. What are the names of those little Italian boats? Gondolas? Gondolas? Gondola. Gondolas? Gondolas? Gondola. <laughs> Gondola. Hey, let me get on the gondola. Hey, I don't need to answer for shit, okay? He's not Italian. He's I'm trying fine. to figure out the hard answers here, and now I know. I don't know. Is he Italian? Have you kissed him? Hey, that's a free one for anyone who's listening who's writing a story about a Texan in Venice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Got one of them gondolers. <laughs> gondola. <laughs> <laughs> That one one was so funny. We had to cut the recording for 10 minutes straight. Wayne was just (laughs) laughing at that joke. (laughs) Anyway. That was was a laugh I made five minutes ago that was spliced into the recording now. I'm totally calm, and I'm honestly kind of mad at Log. That one laugh actually lasted the entire five minutes. (laughs) And now the podcast is over. We wasted all of our recording tape because we we actually record this podcast on tape. We're an analog show. It seems, you know, we go the extra mile. Got, like, tape recorders. That's why I sound so shitty. That gave me a good idea to talk about movies, because we saw one. Me and we did see a movie. We went to a... F- we went out! We're vaccinated, and we went out and lived our lives in the world, and it's fucked up. For just a little bit. Yeah, we're all shielded. We got vaccinated, we had to get the important things out of the way, we had to see anime on the big screen. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. See my family? <laughs> no. Can your family do second form water slashing slice? No, no, I don't think so. Don't I? I've asked you several times to stop bringing that up, and you keep bringing it up. So I know they can't. It's fine. So yeah, we. Uh, so me, Wayne, me and Wayne and Kami, we all went to see Demon Slayer, in on the big cream. And, you know, it works out okay, because, like, even even though all of us are vaccinated, we're all, uh, we're all, all shielded, it's good because since it's subtitled anime, the theaters aren't particularly full anyway. So, there's, mm. so it's like, you got distance plus immunity, and it makes a, it makes a nice package. I wonder if the dub showings were like more packed. I wonder how. I wonder how that that weighted out. Was it like were you guys the, literally the only ones in the theater? No, there were there were a good couple of other groups. There were a couple of people, but there's only like one one set of people per row. 
I was going to say that exactly. Yeah, the uh, there was like there were a couple people that were sitting in our seats that we had to kick out, which like which always feels weird. Like, nah, fuck that is a thing that happens at theaters. I feel like every time I go to the movies and I have like an assigned seat that I bought, I always have to kick somebody out of my seat. It's like, why does somebody always just pick the one that I bought? What seats did you buy? Like, I, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if it's like, is it they just didn't know? Which in this case, I actually would not blame them whatsoever if they didn't know, because I couldn't figure out where the fuck our seats were for at least like <laughs> right. two minutes. The theater yeah. was so dark, I couldn't, they didn't have any markings. The, uh, or, or did they not like the seats they bought? So they tried to take our better ones. I don't know. I think it's probably a, uh, it's like a, it's a gamble, right? That's what I'm going to guess is that they're like, okay, there is a, x percent chance that if i sit here i'm gonna get kicked out but i think it's worth the risk that in that in their case that was like striking striking coal in a gold mine because like there were like every seat was empty at that point there were pretty much (laughs) nobody in the theater of all the seats they picked they picked our seats yeah but that's what it always feels like it always feels like somebody picks your seat specifically like to spite you somehow no, fuck them. But like, I hey, I have a piece of paper saying I bought the seat you're sitting on. Go, go away. Bye. Cool. That's the rule. For me personally, I'm actually not very pressed about where I sit in a movie theater. I think I can like, unless the no, seats are like the, the, the ones. Well, hey, you interrupt me. The okay. Well, yeah, I was talking. Uh, the unless I'm like at the in the very front row where you're like leaning back and looking up at the screen which i've only ever had to do once when i saw the revenant uh with uh leonardo dicaprio leonardo uh, or whatever that fucking that was a weird movie experience uh like i feel like kicking them out i don't know i feel like like an amc cuck like i'm like um <laughs> it says here like unless the theater's super packed and like Otherwise, like, if I don't take these seats back, I can't, I don't get to sit at all, which, like, in that case, I'm definitely okay about kicking them out. Otherwise, it's like, hmm, says here, um, I bought uh, seats D4 and D3. Like, it's... Oh, you gotta do it, because otherwise you're gonna sit off a chain reaction. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. It's true. If you, if you, do, if you don't do that, then, like, you sit somewhere else, and you're gonna take someone else's seat. And, like, here's the thing. In my opinion, the seat always matters. I want to be right in the middle of that screen. Uh, not too close to the upper seats, but not too far in the middle. Like somewhere between the middle and the upper right, that's like the sweet spot. And I, if I always try to get a seat there, and if you're there, sorry, get out. For this screening, I actually would agree with you, just because the screen was fucked up. And I think if we weren't yeah. right in the middle, it probably would have been an even worse experience. Uh-oh. Put them on blast. Drop their stock on this podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on to Wayne for a second here because we started watching that movie, and you know. It's it's uh, Demon Slayer. It's by UFO Table, and those guys are quite talented. It looks visually impressive. However, uh, like twenty minutes in or something, Wayne leans over and asks me, "Is the screen?" It wasn't even twenty minutes in. Yeah, I don't know. It was. It was. It was. It was like. It was like three minutes into the movie. I lean over to both Kami and Log, and I'm like, "Does the screen look like shit?" Like it, it was flickering. It, it was, it was like, it was like, it looked like the light for the projector wasn't getting enough power. Yeah, it was like I didn't even notice until then. But then he said it, and that, and that's you know, all that you could put, see. Yeah, it's like, yeah, what is this part of the fucking movie? Like, I, it, it was throwing me off. Did you guys tell anybody? No, no, because ultimately the movie was still good. Like you could still watch it. It's just like, ah, uh, it's like, 
now that I am aware of this, I just can't not see it. it until until it got to the cool action segments where they're shooting dragons and tigers and shit everywhere, and then I'm and then I'm focused. That movie is pretty good. That that series in general, Demon Slayer, is a very like it's it's so just like inoffensive. It it, it feels it's like great and run of the mill at the same time. It's such a weird thing. Have you ever been to a theater where there's maybe two other people in it? Uh, yeah, when I saw Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, when I was five, we had the whole theater to ourselves. I ran around the aisles because I was so excited. Jimmy got a spaceship and he sang. They sang a song about him. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy! I went to the theater to watch uh, Shin Godzilla when that was in theaters, and I was like, "Oh, oh did I, you get it to yourself?" There? I, I was like, "I gotta go! I gotta go in!" Because you know that was a subtitled movie that didn't have a dub at the time. So I was like, I gotta get in early, I bet there's gonna be a bunch of, like, Godzilla fans and shit in this place. No, there was, like, three people besides me. That was all the Godzilla fans. That was all the Godzilla fans. <laughs> Complete opposite whenever I go to watch a Dragon Ball movie and the place is fucking packed and they're all screaming. I feel like that happens a lot. I used to, when I was in high school, me and my friends used to go, we, we, our, I guess... Like, the city of Boston is nice about giving stuff, giving kids stuff to do, because by being a Boston public school student, I had, like, uh, in high school, I had, like, a pass that I could use just to get, like, like, I could take the subway for free until, like, 6 p.m. or, like, 7 p.m. or something like that. And, like, we'd get discounts at the movie theaters, too. So me and my friends would go to this, watch the movies a lot, and we would pay, we would do the thing where you would pay once, and then you would just go from movie to movie. So, yeah, like, during, like, like, we would see a lot of movies where that was the case. Like, I remember seeing, like, Batman vs. Superman. That was in college, not high school. But I remember seeing Batman vs. Superman, like, after, like, the initial rush. And, like, it was a stinker, so no one wanted to see it but me and my friends. And there were, like, two other people in the theater. And, like, a few other movies like that. Nice. Now, I think that's my favorite movie theater experience is being in there by yourself. Yeah, I love it when it's like that. There's no one to get in the mm-hmm. way. Because I love... You know, I'm with David Lynch. I love the cinema experience, but other people just ruin it. Like, if other people, like, if, like, I would never do it because I would feel bad. But if I, like, I get why rich people buy out entire movie theaters. Like, entire, like, like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy every seat. No one, please. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a reason. It's because it's a nice experience to have that much space with that kind of, like, audio, visual setup. Yeah. All for you. I would never do it because I feel bad bad like um, i'm not want to i don't want to deprive other people but when it when it is like empty by like luck that's the mm-hmm. best i want to rent a movie theater and play youtube videos in it <laughs> i used to have a friend who worked at a movie theater and one time i got invited to something that i couldn't go to and it was like when super smash bros on the wii u came out they like hooked that up to the projector and were playing eight player smash oh, in the nice. movie theater i'm that like mad i didn't sick. go to that yeah the after the movie, the other thing that we did is we went to the fucking arcade, the which was uh, a very fun thing to do after not being able to do anything in the pandemic for over a year. Um, the but there's some that the, there's some that the arcade that kind of pissed me off, and it still pisses me off. It's the man who punched you in the nuts. Yeah, it's the guy who kept hitting me in the, the nuts whenever I went on their roller coaster. <laughs> the Green Lantern, the uh, the Riddler with his boxing gloves on the string and fucking all that bullshit. Um, the uh, the crane games, uh, uh, like a few months back, I played Toreba, which I which which Gur showed me, which is digital crane games. The and I we went we went to this exact same arcade two years ago when we when we all visited Dallas, and there were there were some crane games, 
And a bunch of people in our group won stuff from the crane games. Not just not just little plushies either. They won like full ass figures. Yeah, I got a Goku out of it. Well, Trevor won it for you, didn't he? he just I, I had a lot recently. of people help me, but it was ultimately mine that I won. Lauren won something. Um, but now I went back and I was like, oh cool, maybe I'll win something. All of their are all of their fucking machines are even more bullshit than Toriba. Like they're really th- there's one machine where the plushie is attached to like these two Velcro mountains. And the cranes are so fucking weak. I don't know how you would do anything. The figure, the the figure crane machines have been replaced with like, uh, you know that you know the kind of arcade games where a light bounces back and forth. You got to press a button to like get it on the right oh, one at the right the time. Oh, the stacking things. Yeah, they, they they replaced they replaced the figure uh the figure crane games with like a light bounces back and forth, and you have to hit the button when the light is under a certain conveyor belt to make it move. If you land the light on the right conveyor belt, it moves for half a second. It it looks impossible. I don't think anyone would ever win it. The they just fucked up all their machines, and it's like, well, damn. Why would I not? Why would I not just play Toriba, the one that is effectively just as bullshit, but the, but people are playing them constantly, so there's always a tiny little bit of effort being made. Yeah, I won in, something in the physical the other location. Night. When you have machines like that, no one is making progress because everyone sees that bullshit. And it's just like, well, I don't want to play this. This is a waste of my fucking money. I'll just buy the plush. You know what's not happening. You, there's no, there's no suckers out and about. The suckers it's aren't, true. aren't there. Like when we went last, when we went uh, that, when we were all together down there, and we went, there were suckers. You know, like you need the, you need the people going on dates to be like, oh, teehee, will you win me a, a plushie? Like, oh yeah, sure. And then they try like ten times and they don't get it. And then you swoop in and you're like, haha. Thanks, Rube. <laughs> Goku's all mine. Oh uh, yeah, this Vegeta's mine. Yeah, exactly. No, but. But for real, that's that's how it works. And that's why Torbuff seems more fair because there are people constantly playing on those machines, right? But like because it's, of fu- the- it's just fucked up how the tables have turned. Because I thought Toriba was, like, ridiculously bullshit, and now now I've seen the truth. Oh, no, Toriba has actually changed recently. They're even more bullshit. Game, I've been crane game-pilled. I've seen the light. Now, are you sure? Because I see, uh, like, on my social media feed, I see ProZD winning a bunch of stuff at Okay, listen, I think two. his location's better, because our location doesn't have uh, the rotisserie chicken plush. So, like, what's the point? I'm not even going to try. Yeah, that's bullshit. You know the reason they got those machines in there like that now is... Before pre-pandemic, they were making so much bank that they could afford to just lose toys and figures and shit constantly through the machines. Now that they don't have hardly any money, they got to pull that money back in. No one's winning shit. Hey, I'll give you, fuck it. I'll give you like a hundred bucks to play fucking rhythm games. I don't need your stupid crane games. I'll just keep, I'll just keep playing these songs. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for me, crane games were my favorite. You're talking about the arcade. I recently got my first of two, uh... Uh-huh. Shots. Uh-huh. I yeah. am already making so many mental plans of where I'm going to go. I'm going to go so many places. I'm going to live I I'm going to live back 2020. Like I'm just going to pretend. Like I'm going to I'm going to try to condense 2020 into like the summer months of 2021 and live yeah. an entire year in a season. Yeah. And then I'll have be all caught up for fall and then whenever we're fall rolls around I'll, I'll be like, okay, now we're I can go to the now I'm good. We're going to go to the dentist. Yeah, I can't wait to go to the fucking dentist. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah. Like, I, I went and saw the little movie and the went to the movie. arcade for a couple minutes. But honestly, like, the main the main thing that I'm trying to do this year is just, like, do the things that I needed to do, like, all last year. But 
didn't do because it didn't want to catch a disease. Yeah, like getting a burger. I heard you got a burger. I am doing the the, the dentist thing because of that. Today, I got Whataburger for the first time since COVID started. That's insane to me. Not Whataburger specifically, but like, I've been going to fast food restaurants for months at this point. But I mean, at the same time, good on you. Like, good on you for not having fast food for that long. What what I've heard is that, like, from what I can tell, I would still not, like, from, from, my opinion is, I still, like, even if you've been vaccinated, I still think it's, like, such a shitty thing to do, to eat, to, like, dine in. I still think that's... Like not responsible, but takeout. I'm surprised you've been avoiding Whataburger because, like, that's just a fast food chain. You can just go through the drive-through. Like, that's what that's what everyone's been doing. Even the drive-through is a little bit suspicious, isn't it? No, I don't. I don't agree. I think the drive-through is fine. Every single drive-through has plexiglass put up, like at the top of the window, where the face-to-face contact would be made. There's just a hole for like putting the food and the money in it. Oh well, Whataburger doesn't. Shit, man, <laughs> that sucks. Yes, they do. I was just there. I saw, I saw it with my own two I could have sworn. But even then, if you both have masks on, and especially now, well, you're vaccinated now, so the, um... Yeah, it, like, even, even if you have the vaccine, like, you're pretty good, but still keep your mask on. Well, yeah, that's the thing, is that, like, I want to go places, I'll keep my mask on, but it's just, it's less of, like, it's more of just, like, I don't have the cognitive load of, like, am I gonna die here? Is this worth, is going bowling worth my life? Or like, am I good? But even just, even just the little things being vaccinated, like, like the big plans are exciting and all that. We're gonna go to a water park. We're gonna go get fudge at the fair or whatever. The, uh, huh? What What are you talking about? (laughs) They do sell fudge at the fair. We could do that. We could make that a reality. I'm just, I'm just thinking of Garrett Hunter. The, uh, but, uh, like, just the little things. Like, just yesterday, Kami and I got Euros after we we did a little unicycle practice session. And just being able to go into the Euro shop and get a Euro and eat it was like, wow, this is fucking crazy. And it was delicious. Yeah, usually I just go in and get the Euro and don't touch it. Yeah, usually I throw it away. I'm just happy that my parents, like, my parents, like, here in Massachusetts has been really slow. So I think me and my parents have all gotten their first doses, but not their second. And I'm just happy for... We're going to get our second doses soon, but I'm happy that, like, I'm happy, like, that I don't have to worry about my parents. That takes a big load off my mind. Yeah, my whole family's fully vaccinated now, and that's a weight off my shoulders. Something that I wonder about the, um, like, the, the residual effects of this quarantine and stuff is, like, do you guys, this might just be a, a weird trog thing. I have dreams regularly where I forget my mask and, like, I start having like a stress dream about it. Yes, I've 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 had tons of dreams like that. I've talked to a friend who's had tons of dreams like that, and like I've had this exact conversation. How long will that? How long will that happen afterwards? Where it's like I'm well, still having end, stress dreams. Still have I still have dreams. stress dreams about like shit. I'm in high school, and that was like yeah, a decade ago. Like it'll probably be forever. I don't think it's going away. It is lodged in my brain in a way that it will never unlodge itself. I don't know what this says about me, but I have in most of my dreams, no one wears masks still, and I don't, and like no one wears masks, and and like I'm you not freaked out. It? I'm not freaked out about it. like I'm not thinking about it. Like it's not every dream, but it's just like specific dreams where like my brain will suddenly like remember like oh I'm supposed to be wearing a mask, and then suddenly I like realize that I'm not, and it's like everybody's looking at me and they're like 
look at this guy. He's not wearing his fucking mask. Let's beat him up. I've had a few where it's like, oh, shit, I forgot my mask. But then I put it on and then it's over. <laughs> I'm glad a lot of us are vaccinated and that those of us who are not vaccinated are getting vaccinated very soon. Because with this CDC shit that's happening right now, like when, when Kami and I went to the restaurant yesterday, I was just like playing a game in my head and looking at the people that were there and who were not wearing masks and who was like, and the game is like, who that's not wearing a mask here is actually vaccinated and is taking that news wholeheartedly and who here is not vaccinated and is just right. taking off their mask because they can now. And there are just so many white bleached blonde haired ladies without masks there that it's just like you are the you are the shining example of like a middle aged Republican woman who is not vaccinated 100 percent. And it's like you at least where we live in Texas, it is very easy to tell who is not vaccinated. You can like. If they're if they're if they're not wearing a mask, you can you can know who to stay away from. Even so, it's really silly, too, because like they're only hurting themselves. If you're vaccinated and you're not wearing a mask like you have the least to lose. It's the people that aren't vaccinated and not wearing a mask that are just endangering themselves at this point and other non vaccinated people. It's not even like you're keeping your distance for your own safety, because at this point you're you're pretty much safe, even if there is still a chance you can catch it as like a little cold. The but it's more like, OK, you're bad. You're a bad person. I don't want to associate with you. The like you it, it's that tell the but, the whole situation is so fucked. It's it's just, this whole announcement has thrown so much more confusion into everything. There's so many factors now. People can lie. It, it, it fucking sucks. And like. I don't want to get like too political. I, I guess that's the word. But oh, like, we're getting political. Oh, all right. Here's the new segment: Balp's politics. Take it away, Balp. What you want to say on our I podcast? I, I just, I just keep seeing people say like, "Yeah, the CDC has been like constantly lagging behind like what like scientists and doctors have been saying. Like they've been lagging behind." And it's like kind of clear now that the CDC is like less on the side of medicine and more on the side of like just the government in that like they just want open shit open again and for it to yeah. go back to normal like there's like a there's this article i saw like there's this new york times article that i saw that like basically like entomologists are like wait why did the cdc say that like we still have to wear masks like vaccinated people still have to wear masks like it's not over yet i've said this before but like look hey i'm all for wearing masks in densely populated places like forever I mean, like, other countries have been doing that for years. Like, why Why don't we? Why don't we, like, care if we get other people sick? Why do we only care if we get other people sick whenever there's a chance of death? Like, bro, don't give me your cold. Like, just, just wear a mask. We need some of that Asian collectivism here where people care about each other. Why do you think all these Asian countries do it? Let me just say, I usually get, like, a cold once a year. This past year? While I've been suffering for other reasons, I haven't been suffering from any sickness. I haven't gotten a cold, no cold, no flu, nothing. It's been great. I'm going to keep wearing a fucking mask forever. Exactly. Like, I'm I'm cool with us just, like, caring a little bit more as a collective American society about not spreading illness no matter how severe. Like, it shouldn't matter if it's life-threatening or not. Like, just wear a mask. You don't understand. What about I want to be free? Well, you can be free to kiss my ass. I want to do what I that's want. That's a real Texan response, drug. Exactly. Government can't tell me you to. Need to have the mask off to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll put big fake fake lips on your mask for you. Checkmate, bitch. The mask is coming off, and the ass is getting kissed. Let's go. Things you never want to hear. 
from your friend. <laughs> Anyways, what what else is on? Well, I, that wasn't me making that kissy noise. Someone else did that. I was joking. Someone else took it too far. <laughs> Can we do uh, the segment I came up with? No. No. Yes. No, I say we yes, got to We have do to do it. it. We have to. All right. Here's Balp. Balp segment. Next up on the Where Do We Begin podcast, it's time for Balp's grievances. Yeah. No one else wants to talk about them. So go ahead, Bob. Right, do, do, do you have like a cool like musical sting you can play? Like, yeah, play some like sad music. Play some like Google uh, saddest song, saddest royalty free. Well, I think it should be angry music, right? I don't think it should be sad. It's not like. Oh, so we should make this. So this is like Peter Griffin, you know, grinds my gears, oh. or AVGN, you know, it's bullshit. Grinds my gears. Yeah, it is. All right, Bob, what grinds your gears? All right, Bob, uh, do your Family Guy bit. You know, it's cockadoogie bullshit. It's either Family Guy or ABGN. Uh, Take your well, pick. Now you're, now you're making me seem stupid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just we're, we're uh, busting your balls like the Riddler in Green Lantern. Uh, I've been eating trail mix and, you know, the, the, sunfl- oh the sunflower seeds that I like the most all fall to the bottom. <laughs> okay, can I give some backstory? Before we started recording the podcast, Balp is like, I, I have a good idea. I have a good idea for a podcast bit. We should do a section where we all air our grievances. And we said, how about you just air your grievances? And guess what? Guess what Balp's fucking grievance was? It's about sunflower seeds and his trail mix. You know what? If we're on that level, and now that we have that precedent, all right, here's my grievances. You know what's bullshit? I'm taking the AVGN approach. Why am I out of pork rinds? There should be more in the bag. You know, that's true. It's like 75% nitrate in there. There's like barely any chip. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's bullshit is when I'm drinking my soda and then there's no more in there. What did what you the guys, hell? But what, I reach okay, for the cup you, and there's nothing. But 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 this is what I wanted. Like, what did like what did you think I meant by airing our grievances? Like, I just want. I don't know. I thought you had something profound to say. How does this count as a segment? That sounds more serious. Sunflower seeds falling to the bottom of a bag isn't a grievance. That's just something that happens. You. It's an annoyance. It's a fact of life. It's Fucking Carl Pilkington. It's a grievance. Like I can like I can say any old thing then. It, like this is this barely counts as a segment. It's like why 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 can't I why can't I play Guilty Gear Strive beta on my PC and why do I have to play that, Oh that's a, yeah that's on my list too. That's another why why do, why do <laughs> I have to, why do I have to it. play in this why do I have to play in this couponbug.com ass lobby? All right, here's another grievance. How do I make the Sabaro subreddit public? <laughs> that's more of like a technical question than a grievance explain but... that you should explain that i am the moderator of the r slash sabaro official subreddit <laughs> on sub i own it i own it and i don't know how to make it so people can post in it i don't know how <laughs> and that's probably for the best probably I seriously, I have scoured. Okay, no, then my grievance is why isn't the option to make the community public more apparent and obvious? I have, I have. What? Can you backtrack and explain how you got control of the official Sabaro? Well, subreddit? I've been I've been a member of the Sabaro subreddit for many years. Um, the there's only one there's only one post on the Sabaro subreddit where someone says, "When we all gonna start talking about the much lauded pizza chain?" 
And then the, the OP of the post comments, I really like their strombolis. And then the OP of the post replies to their own comment and says, but their pizza is really crushed, too. Uh, and that is the only thread. They, they, I assume that they made that subreddit, made that post, locked the subreddit, and then left the subreddit. I noticed, like, just just a few months ago, I noticed while browsing the Sabaro subreddit just to see if the post was still there. It was. Uh, I noticed that there were no moderators, and I'm like, what the fuck? This is like, I didn't realize that a subreddit would live on if, like, no one was the moderator. And then I looked deeper into it, and there's an official, like, Reddit-owned Reddit subreddit where you can just claim subreddits that are, like, lost and I was just like, I made a thread. I was like, I love Sabaro pizza, and I think I would be the best fit to run the Sabaro subreddit. We're gonna put some new life into it, and I got it. But I can't, I can't make it so people can post in it. I don't know how to undo it. It's a zombie subreddit at this point. It's in stasis, is what you're saying. The, about, I, the only change I made to it was I made, I made the about community uh, box little blurb for it. It says, welcome to r slash Sabaro. I don't know how to unlock this community, so please enjoy our one post. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, we have 40 members now. I think that's higher than it used to be. And it's about to, it's about to shoot up into the hundreds <laughs> after this podcast, You know, that's, that's good. That's good. You have verifiable proof that under your leadership, the, the, the subreddit is thriving more. So join the, the join our slash tomorrow today and read that post. Next, see if you can like wrestle control of their Twitter somehow away from their <laughs> PR person. And we can just have that. <laughs> hey, maybe. Fuck yeah. Maybe, it, if it keeps going like this, maybe the five of us will just own Sabaro at some point in the future. I don't Listen. think I want to own okay. Sabaro, if I'm being honest. They can keep it. There's yeah, a broad yeah. concept across all all activity in the world that everyone knows about. Selling out, right? Yeah. There are a few kinds of selling out that I would love to do. I would If Sabaro wants to sponsor me in any way, <laughs> do it. I will. Same, I'll take that same, in a heartbeat because that's Sabaro, so fucking funny. The, the the other kind of selling out that I will do: Polar Seltzer. I've been I've been plotting for the past oh few weeks about God. DMing Polar Seltzer because they have a Twitter that posts actually semi actively. I've been plotting what can I DM them that can get me a Polar sponsorship where I can shill it. Please, I'm already please. shilling it on my streams. The where that will that will allow me to get free seltzer. You just have to talk it up. It's all it's all about it's all about just being aggressive about it. I already talk it up. Polar seltzer is amazing. I'm like, listen. I joked about being AMC cucked. I'm polar cucked. I will fucking. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> Careful with your words here. Think very carefully. That's why. That's why. That's why I stopped talking. That's why I shut up. <laughs> yeah, it was about to come out wrong. I will let that drink fuck my wife. Yo, are you are you a are you a Lacroix virgin or are you a polar Chad? Stop! Stop! <laughs> We're just doing work for their fucking for like the intern that works there. But that's the first step. That's the first step to get the free seltzer. <laughs> but you but you never work for free. That's how that's how you do it. Like you just you just keep yelling. You just keep yelling about a brand. You want to know who got? You want to know who just like kept talking about Pete's Coffee nonstop? Brian F, the Street Fighter player. You know who's sponsored by Pete's Coffee now? Brian F, the Street Fighter player. Okay, so so dreams, dreams, dreams can dreams can happen. The thing there is that like with a fighting game player, like a competitive fighting game player, it's very common for them to get sponsorships. It's it's less common for like 
a streamer to get a sponsorship well, for mean, like a food the, it, item. It, it's it's the stream that's sponsored. Like it's like, true. He has he has a promotional code on their website, and he's like, he's I I I guess he has stuff on his stream. Like it's not it's not like Pete's he's not like Pete's Coffee gave him a jersey and sent him to Evo. Polar for real. This is isn't even. We're, I joked about Sabaro, where I'm like, where I'm like, yeah, I'll take a Sabaro sponsorship because it'd be funny. Polar, this is a message from me to you on the stage, on the world stage, the Where Do We Begin podcast. It'll get this word we get everywhere. I am, I am in, I am committed to a lifetime partnership. A lifetime. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I want that seltzer forever. It's gonna be <laughs> on your fucking tombstone, man. They're gonna put a logo yeah. on that shit. Do it. Do it. Do it. I, I will marry sponsored. it. Could you imagine a trademark? I will drink it until I'm medically unable to drink it. Sponsored grave. My grave sponsored by Polar. That's like a horrible future that we're going to live in. Legit, I will sign for that. You can put it on my headstone. If you give. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm on the same. I love Polar Seltzer. I'm on the same boat as Wayne. Sign me up. Get me sponsored. I love. <laughs> I, I, I can. I love their. Oh, wait. Top three. Lemon. Blueberry lemonade and watermelon lemonade. I think that's my top one. I love watermelon lemonade. I can't believe lemonade. this. We used to be flavor. punk, man. What are we doing? Fucking selling. <laughs> Phelps listing his favorite fucking seltzer flavors on the goddamn podcast. We're not even sponsored. He's doing their work for him. Listen, listen, we used to be punk, and I agree with you, Chalk, because Bob's picking the higher sugar flavors when he really should be talking about the pomegranate. He should be talking about the... What? The higher sugar? What? What are you talking about? The seltzer has no sugar. What are you talking about? What the fucking... The fucking watermelon lemonade, those are a different variety. I'm talking polar classic, baby. I'm talking... I'm talking pomegranate. I'm talking raspberry lime. I'm talking black cherry. What the hell are you talking about? It doesn't have... It's seltzer. None of it has sugar in it. All right, are you on team slightly sugar or team what? no sugar? No, it has no sugar in it. What are you talking <laughs> about? All right, in order to balance this out, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, polar seltzer sucks. I think it tastes bad. It's like somebody took a whiz in it. Bob's like, what? What? Hold on, hold on. I'm the real fan. Wayne's the fake fan. What the fuck are you on about? I've had more cans of that shit than you. I bet you I have. They are. <laughs> this is a fucking polar seltzer podcast now, I guess. Wayne's fucking lying. The, what are you talking about? It has no sugar in it. <laughs> polar has no sugar in it. Wait a minute. They have a they have a they have a variety that's more like the fucking San Pellegrino like fruity canned drinks where they have sugar. That's what the watermelon lemonade one is. You're not checking the nutritional infos. We're get, we're going too far. All right, email us. Say who's right and who's wrong. You're drinking. You're drinking ghost sugar. You're drinking ghost sugar. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I can go I, get a can. Okay, listen, I can go get listen, a can I'm right now because I just wrong. keep them all in a box. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong, but I am. Ha- I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. Sponsors. Polar Polar sp- Seltzer sponsor me. I'll never swear on my stream. Again. <laughs> no, sponsor me instead. I clearly love your products more than this other guy. You're so stupid! You <laughs> You don't know my love! You can't read my passion! You can't... Oh my god, you too. Shh. It's inside of me! That's enough about Polar. Just like the bubbles in the raspberry lime flavor. Oh you can't god. read my passion? <laughs> Alright. Just... Shut the fuck up about Polar! But you would take polar Just the seltzer. other day, I made a tweet saying there's not a lot mute of brands him, that I would actually take a sponsorship from, kind of like what you were just saying. Mm-mm. No, but Subway I would take a NASA. I would take a sponsorship from two brands, 
And it's easy for you. Could probably you guys could probably guess one of the brands. I know one of them is Excedrin. Yep. Nope. It's NASA's not a brand. Excedrin is doing gamer ads on Twitch yeah, now. So that's that's a possibility. Give me free Subway sandwiches. Give me free Excedrin. What? Huh? Yeah, I swear that's exactly it. I want that ex- gamer Excedrin. Whenever I game, I get horrible migraines from the loud noises. No, straight up, there's, there's, they're doing ads. They're doing ads right now where there's like a 3D character with guns, and he's like, "I'm on the objective." Oh, my head, Excedrin. Like it's. Is this a joke or are you being serious? I honestly can't tell. It's real. It's real as fuck. Oh shit! I don't have my blue light goggles on. That is what it is. Those are the ads. Yeah. You want to frag hard, take Excedrin to knock out your head. It's real. Go look. Go look at their go look at their Twitter. I have more followers than it. What is wrong with my friend? Capitalism has rotted all of your brains within a month. We weren't like this last month. What happened? I love love polar seltzer. I love polar seltzer. Anyways, fuck sponsorships. Read Gallery Power. Yeah. Here's wait. the thing. It's not capitalism because I'm specifically doing this to get free shit. Log is sponsored by himself. Orange Vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Valp okay, listen, I was all I was all in on the Polar Seltzer sponsorship deal, but Valpa signed a deal where he can no longer <laughs> speak Orange he can vanilla, only talk in the flavors power. of the seltzer. He can only say, he can talk in flavors alone. Okay, let's let's carefully pick out some questions then that he can answer. <laughs> <laughs> check out uh, check the flavor questions tab on the email. I'll ask a question for the first time, just because immediately I see one that's simple, straight to the point. By Ovenbird, what do you think the best random prop item is in a video game? My mm. answer, watermelon. Ooh. Watermelon. Watermelon. Uh, now, I was about to say the exact same thing. Are we supposed to pick one that's, like, in multiple video games? Because watermelon I can only think of in a Gmod context. They actually specify as staple, but I think melons appear in enough stuff yeah. to count. Name three games that melons appear in. I think my favorites are... Mine's broad. Like, wait, but hold on. You're saying melons. Can you name That's games outside of the Source engine where melons appear frequently? Super Mario. Uh, okay. Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Elder Scrolls Oblivion. They are in Oblivion. Okay. You know right, what? Okay, right. that's enough for I it to be stable. You know, mine, mine is broad, but, like, mine is always, like, products. Like, like food products or, like, cleaning products that, like, have, have oh, a course, very low... Products. Shut up, bitch. The, where, that have like a very low resolution texture on them, where they have to like make a fake brand, like oh, yeah, that's the best. Like, like 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 the Haybro detergent. Yes, yes, that's always the best. Like like one of my favorite my one of my favorite things in a video game is to stop and smell the fake low res brands. Like I always like I will always zoom in on the shelves to see what they did. Yeah, that's that's fun. There's in the uh, in the yeah, Toy Story honestly, level of yeah. Kingdom Hearts three, I remember spending a lot of time just yes! looking at all the fake video games that they had to make up. Yes, I did that on stream. That shit, like looking at all those, is so entertaining. And all the fake toys. That is probably a lot of fun to be on the team. That's like, okay, we have to come up with brands that look somewhat believable but are obviously fake, so we don't get in trouble. 
Hitman 3, you can zoom in on all the magazines that actually do have like high-resolution textures so you can see all the spelling mistakes. <laughs> Alternatively, explosive barrels. Like, breakable melons are just too good. What other things are good? Just in life? Ice cream. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> Polar seltzer! All right, bro. Wayne, Wayne's looking to be sponsored before the end of recording the podcast at this rate. <laughs> like, they're gonna, they're the just fucking, gonna feel the, the fucking, vibrations the fucking advertising in the advertising bots in, my, in all my apps have heard me, and they've yeah. contacted Polar, and they're like, yo, it's a money-making opportunity. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the nanobots, Listen, I, they heard I, you. I wanna get the whole... I want to get me and Wayne sponsored. We, we, we could get the whole team sponsored by, by Polar. Oh, that's great, because this question from Polar Seltzer Lover 79 says, describe in great detail your favorite Polar Seltzer flavor. That's so weird. This question from Polar Seltzer's Twitter says, uh, would you kill for us? <laughs> and how many would you? <laughs> and how many? I thought, I just realized it's simple. Like, melons are good, but the other option is, like, physics-enabled skeleton models. Ooh, that's pretty good. Because they're just too... They're just... But how common, how common is that? Open world games, they yeah, do whatever they please. Yeah, open world games have, like, skeletons. I can only think of, like, like Gamebryo stuff. It's a Bethesda constant, but, I mean, there's other games with, like, skeletons that go around. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't name them off the top of my head, because I just instantly think of, like, stepping on a skeleton in Skyrim and getting slaughtered because it starts vibrating. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That is pretty good. But the only thing other than that I can think of is there's skeletons in episode Half-Life 2, Episode 2, and I can't think of another game with a physical skeleton. They're all they're usually like solid props on the ground. Uh, I I have another question uh, from our Discord server. This is a, this is a question that uh, two people kind of asked together. Uh, Waterproof Brain and Samantha asked, if you could send only a single object that you own back in time to your 12-year-old self, which object would it be? What would you give to your childhood self? I mean, what what year would this a be? A note that I wrote that said, don't fuck when up When you were school. 12. I guess it's different for all, right, all of us. Hold on, yeah, I'm going to check. Let me check. I think if I wanted to, like, if I wanted to maximize my happiness as a 12-year-old, I'd definitely just send my Switch back in time. Like this is assuming that here's this, the problem that it would work, but here's what you'd have to do to to make sure to make sure that it works is like you would have to pack you'd have to pack it all in like the Switch's original packaging with like the the charger and yeah. with like your games and shit. The uh, man, that would be hmm, that'd be crazy. Here's what I do: I would send my Game Boy back in oh, time, shit. so I would have to. <laughs> you know, Game that Boys. one's a lot safer because I'm thinking about the fact that if you sent because like. 17 years ago would be when I was 12, I think. 16 or 17 years ago. So, like, sending a Switch back in time that far would, like, probably make my 12-year-old self, like, a target for the government at that point. Like, yeah, why does this dude have, why does is, why is this 12-year-old have, like, a microprocessor that's light years ahead of anything that we could make right now? You'll have to you'll have to play it in secret. You you include you include a note. No one can ever know about this Mario. This is a gift from yourself from the future. Do not tell your friends about this. Enjoy Breath of the Wild. Enjoy Super Mario Odyssey. This is a secret only you if should you know. If you did that, you would ruin video games for your child self for a decade. It's like, check out this crazy shit. You're still on the fucking Nintendo 64 ch checking out fucking like A Bug's Life. 
This shit is garbage compared to Breath of the Wild. You're like you just you just you just become obsessive with writing notes that you try to say to the future. Can I have more games? Yeah. <laughs> Can you send the next Mario, please? <laughs> you would be scared. You would see like Breath of the Wild and think you're controlling a real person because it looks so realistic to you. All right, here's what you do. You you take a you take like a Mega sixty four esque approach and you take that and you bring it to Nintendo and be like, I have a prototype. This is you. I've made this, and now you guys will make this. And they ask you how you did it, and it's like I can't explain my my developments. Often you got to complete the time loop. That's true. Yeah, you what if it's make like Super Mario sort Odyssey? of this, yeah? It's it's like the situation where you take it to Nintendo, and you're like, hey, do you guys have an idea for this? And they're like, what? No, we've never thought about this before. But thanks. Now we are going to make it, and you just you made it so that the universe doesn't collapse under itself. Yeah. You saved the universe I, by playing video I, games. I had, to, I had to do the math. Uh, this would be 2005 for me. So I so I was going to say, bring back instructions on how to stop 9-11, but, you know. A little too, a little late, too late for, late that. for that. A little too late for that. Uh, so I guess, the, see, the easy dumb answer would be to just bring a list of winning lottery numbers. Yeah. So could, me and my family could be rich. <laughs> I do think, we, we Yeah, I was going to say, send the sports we, almanac. That's so funny. The fucking, like, we, we had a question we answered, like, a year yeah. ago, where, like, the answer, my answer was, like, yeah, Halloween costume to give to your kid self was, like, instructions on how to stop 9-11. But I, lo- I love the idea of you giving that to your 12-year-old self when that information is effectively useless now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> here you go, kid. It's already happened. Oh, we missed the mark. Because what you're supposed to do is then your 12-year-old self is supposed to send it back in time to, like, your 5-year-old self. And <laughs> just keep leapfrogging it backwards in time until it gets into the right hands. I, I mean, that's the cop-out answer is to be like, here, now your parents can win the lottery and you can get all the video games you want. But honestly, I think, I think what would make me the happiest is if I had a video camera. Ooh, I'd be such a different person. I'd be- now, that is interesting. Think about the concept of sending, like, a 4K camera back in time to a time where no video output can support it. Well, I'm not talking about, like, the time travel aspect of it. Like, I would just, like, because I feel like, you know, when I was a kid, I had, you know, I I couldn't do a lot of things because I was poor. But if I just brought went back in time and gave myself, like, even if it was technology of that time, like, if I just gave my pass off, like, here's a bunch of just equipment you can play around with, like, here you go, kid. I would be doing what I'm doing now, but I'd be so See, much yeah. better. Part of my joke was, like, send something back from that era so that it, one, doesn't completely affect everything, and two, is, like... Your answer, you know, you, you're just saving your yourself money. Your answer my answer. The, I would send my 12-year-old self my life savings. I would send them what all of the money that I have right now because here's what would happen. I would be I would be gambling. I would be gambling so hardcore 50-50. Either either I do that and then all of a sudden my lifetime travel butterfly effects my I just hear and I'm in like a fucking like mansion and I've got like my 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 12-year-old self did something amazing with that money and now I am like set for life or my house is gone and I'm surrounded by like Pez dispensers. Like <laughs> surrounded by <laughs> Sending my life savings in a in a sticky note that says invest in Beanie Babies now. <laughs> oh no! Trust me, they're gonna take oh, off. Well, in that case, what what if it's like a like a future trunks type scenario where you just you just ruin an alternate universe version of yourself's life? A note that says, a note in all caps says, "Don't show this to your mom." Every day, you could buy one Crunch Bar without her finding out. <laughs> 
What if that? What if, what, if, what if that's? What if that? What if getting one crunch bar? What if getting one crunch bar gives you the dopamine to be happier and like that's what makes you into like a billionaire? <laughs> that that was the only difference is one chocolate bar a day is the difference between you and being a millionaire. <laughs> crunch bar, crunch bar, easy A tier. That's true. That's true. It is an A tier. It's candy. true. But here's the thing, like, why would you have to gamble? Like, why would you have to gamble? Why not just be like, hey, kid, buy, like, listen, this, take this money, put it all into Apple stock. Just Because who it. knows? But it's still a gamble no matter what, because who knows? I genuinely, like, don't know myself enough as what, what I was kid? like a 12 year old. Hold on. I don't remember. Like, I don't like, Are you who saying- knows? Maybe, maybe I'd see, maybe if I was 12 years old and I just, and fucking thousands and thousands of dollars just appear in my lap, I'd just be like, fuck yeah. And I buy like, and I buy like a life-size like Frosty the Snowman. I don't know. Like. <laughs> that costs like thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, no. I would have burnt that shit immediately. But you're telling me that if you got like time travel money with a time traveler's note from your future self telling you to invest and in, put all this money into one company that's going to be big in the future like are you expecting your past self to be like okay i'll do it and then they do it and then they become rich and then they buy a bunch of business <laughs> no no, no the idea the idea the idea is that it's like do i trust my past self to like believe the note and do all these things or just be like no fuck this we're going to disneyland 400 times you are putting a lot of trust in your 12 year old self to <laughs> exactly. learn how to interact with the stock market at a time before smartphones existed like how do you <laughs> buy stock in 2005 well i mean it was doable somehow like it's not like it was impossible it was doable not for a 12 year old i didn't get a book you know maybe this is the difference between you and me but i feel like my 12 year old self would have been able to do that okay Bob. no i believe that I knowing believe no, that. like you were a kid you were a kid that watched I seinfeld at five years old you could have done it the That's like the only difference between a winner and a loser did they watch <laughs> seinfeld when they were five <laughs> I I think you would have fucked up though. You would have sent. You probably would like have like five, I don't know five thousand dollars cash sent to your past self, and then your past self gets investigated because all the bills say two thousand nineteen <laughs> on them. That's true. That's pretty fucking crazy. Okay, so you'd have to. I mean, <laughs> you true. could. Okay, it would be very fucking hard, but you could feasibly get, exchange your money for older bills. It would take you so fucking long to do it. You have to launder this future money somehow. Don't no, but then it, but then be you, would, you would literally be like trading. Like you, you would be going around and like, but no, it would be duplicate bills. Actually, you're, you're right. That's where it's fucked up. Mm. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but no, but if they are duplicate hey, bills, money. how do you prove which one is the duplicate if they're both authentic? Because they are. Because that is the same bill. Well, you'd pick the. They're, they're gonna new, fucking carbon pick. date it. They're gonna like find out yeah. its nuclear half life and see like what the fuck. This one exists longer than it <laughs> yeah. could have physically existed. But they, but here's the thing: they can't explain that. Even no, if even if even if anomaly. these are these are these are carbonly. They're the same bill. One of them has existed for longer, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. So which one? You know how you get past this? Gold. Yeah, just send back gold. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say gold and tell them to put it all into like tech stock. If my child self, if my twelve year old self just had gold bars in their closet one day, they would have no idea what to do with that. At least money makes sense to a twelve year old. I bring it to the toy store and I'd give it to the cashier. Can I have a Power Rangers for this? Can I get the Buzz Lightyear with this? <laughs> <It's>... <laughs>
And those, that shit's heavy, so just you have, like, a kid lugging around, like, something in a bag that's, like, incredibly heavy. Just a, a cartoonish, like, sack with a big money symbol on it, full of gold bars. Even better, get it? Get, like, like it's like a bag of, like, gold doubloons, and it's, like, from pirate times somehow. I send I send my twelve year old self a third strike cabinet with a with a note that says start training. Yeah, <laughs> start training because this game will become irrelevant soon and stay irrelevant for another decade. In which case, it will come back and be a little popular. Well, no, but the skills that you learn, like if, if child if child me mastered third strike, those skills would transfer to all fighting games. Like I would just be That's better true. at fighting games in general, and that would be. I feel like that that is a much lower stakes choice uh, to make here. I, I'd be happier with uh, Apple stock. But sure, <laughs> fucking child itself wouldn't even know what Apple is. They they invest in like honey crisps. <laughs> <laughs> and then instead of being surrounded by Pez dispensers, you're surrounded by delicious apples. I guess I would take one of my tablets that I have here and send it back because this was whenever we were twelve. It was probably whenever I was around thirteen that I first got like a real computer that wasn't just a shitty laptop. So. You know, it'd be, that would have been a good thing to have. I remember being, like, pretty self-conscious about drawing back then, too. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be, I mean, it's pretty much the same, it's the, it's like the same premise as, like, having a video camera or having a third strike cabinet early. Yeah. But then you have to trust your child self to be motivated, like... I feel like I could send, like, a dope drum set back in time, but I'm not sure that 12-year-old me could pull himself away from fucking Rayman 2 to practice long enough for it to be <laughs> worth it. I'd send back one of my, one of my like, high school report cards with, like, all the, like, Ds this and Fs on it, future. and I'd say, please don't let this yeah, happen. Yeah, no, that's a good way to, to like, don't motivate your child. So send a picture of you, but you, like, stage it to look like you're at the lowest point possible, and it's like, this is gonna happen if you don't fucking yeah, try like, harder. if you don't do math, I think this that is would you. like be good for me. I think that would ruin my life. I think that would like like kick in onset <laughs> depression at a much earlier age. I don't know. I I don't know if that would motivate me to improve my life. It, it you know it's another gamble. It's like this will either pay off or I will ruin my life. That would give me some like fucked up like unstudied like philosophical like curse where it's just like this fate is set i know this from because of time travel i'm gonna be you need to do the opposite you need to send a photo of you like photoshopped over the rock's body oh yeah my kids wouldn't know what photoshop is so that would be like oh fuck yeah i gotta start lifting weights i'm gonna look like that one day and then it'll happen i think that's the better choice you know yeah. what's funny is i was actually i was having like a weird photoshop like... a picture of you with baraka next to a delorean <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say barack obama <laughs> I, I was having a weird, like, like philosophical debate with myself in the shower the other day when it just, like, the idea popped into my head that it's like, if I could be given the information that tells me the exact second that I die, would I, like, would you take that information or would you not? If it was completely static, like, no. it, it tells you no. the second you're going to die, but you can't change it no matter what. I don't want to know because what if it what if it says tomorrow? Exactly, like, but that's I what I'm thinking. Is like, is it better or is it worse? I don't know. I genuinely think, and no one on earth should take that information. And anyone who wants to is wrong. Like, I think 
There is no life you can lead where having that information would not be a, like, I don't a detriment. Because that's what I was trying to think about is like, okay, so I look, there, there's like several different outcomes, but like, what if like you look and it's like, it oh, would it's only like be viable if you were now, told that like, you could okay, change now it. I like, now I can, I can ration out my time. I know exactly how much time I have left. But then you're going to get reckless, like, oh, I could do whatever I want. I won't die sure. until then. Yeah, that that be that be a bit of a that be a bit of a cheat, huh? But that's the thing, right? It's like it's ne- if the information is never wrong, it is completely unchanging. You can't change it. I feel I feel like I feel like that's like that that's like being an observer to a, like a quantum mechanic of life. Yeah, almost. It it's is. like I mean, right, it's you, completely you know, unrealistic, it's like, of course. But <laughs> the mystery of knowing when you're gonna die has been solved. So now you can just break the physics now you can of do anything, and you know you won't die. Would definitely kill you. So here's the thing: you say you can't change it, right? They're, they're, like it is yeah. set in stone. Yep. All right, then I get my information. It says I die in 2080. Tomorrow, I just I realize I'm invincible, and I start jumping off cliffs and shit. Like no, but that's but that's the thing. That's like the quantum. That's that is the quantum like logic of it is that it knows that you would choose to oh, jump off a cliff so it would so tell okay, you, you tomorrow, tomorrow you know like but then I just don't but then it tells me tomorrow and I just don't jump off the cliff exactly. then you become like a quantum god and you can like trick this fucking what? no and then you like a plane falls on you or something <laughs> yeah and then you get hit by a meteorite all right so something else happens if you don't jump off that cliff yeah. okay. It's sort of a final destination style thing. Here, here, here's the thing: we're we're not like you're we're, you're getting onto like you're you're getting into the details. This is like a philosophical question. Yeah, to it's me. philosophical. I say, well, I mean, my my when I get into the details, I get more fun with it. I already told you my philosophical answer: no, never. I would I would say no, not because it's too grim, not because I wouldn't be able to better like charm my time. It's like for me, it's like, I mean, I like. I mean, it took a lot of work to get here because I used to not be so happy. But I like my life now, and I genuinely wouldn't, like, trade it for anyone else's life. Like, genuinely. And knowing this information, whether 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 it says, like, whether the thing on the piece of paper says tomorrow or, like, 2,000 years from now, like, I get uploaded into, like, a computer or something, like... There is no possible way that this information would not change the way I behave, and so I don't. Oh, for want sure, it, it would. You know? See, having this information would cause anybody to fundamentally change how they live their life. I think that's sort of what, like, the root of the philosophical question gets to is like, do you think it would positively or negatively affect the way that you live to know the exact moment you die? negatively unless i forgot honestly i think it would like knowing this information it would positively impact because like you're right if let's say i live like an average life and i live until like i'm 80 something and then i croak right like the average male lifespan for like someone who's in the u.s right like average right like i don't get extra years i don't live to like 100 but i don't die early either if if, if that were the case you know you're right because you would be able to like uh, schedule things and like chart out your time and you like you know you 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 know you try to hit you try to do everything you want to do in your life before but like even even though I think that would help me I still don't want that info because that because then I would live knowing like okay I'm doing this but I'm doing this in part because I know you know this is how much time I, I don't want to live like that I I like the way I live now 
you know? Have you ever been at work and you just sit there and stare at the clock because you know you're only so many hours from letting home? You think that would expand to your entire life? entire life. fuck, I mean, I've I've only got like 60 years left. I might as well just wait it out, like not do anything. Follow-up question. What if you found a piece of paper that told you the exact moment that Sabaro would die? How would that affect your life? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I did want to, mo- I did want to modify that. What if you were handed a paper with two times that you die? But it doesn't tell you which one. I died twice. What happens on the second one? They don't explain if one is fake or if one's real. They don't explain if you just died twice somehow. Now that that would drive me crazy. I'd never do that. So okay, so so the first date is my death. The second one is my resurrection. And oh, like, and then I'm shit. I'm the new Messiah. But yeah, they they don't tell you. It could maybe that. Maybe it's that. You you know, you're just handed two dates, and they say your death at that point i feel like i could disregard the information the first as, date is as when i die the second one is when the last then it, like closes. adds a factor of of complete not knowing if it's correct or not so at that point i would just i wouldn't take it because it wouldn't matter <laughs> i would hold, hold, hold up i like wayne's i like wayne's response that you get two dates your death date and Savaro's death date it, <laughs> you I would, have to I would decide say, if, which if one is the, which if, if that was the case i would change my answer to yes i i, I <laughs> like it would like knowing when Savaro dies outweighs my previous answer yeah I, with that information stapled on there i would change my answer to yes i want to know when they die so i could celebrate damn you know never getting that Savaro sponsorship at this rate you know, it it would be great actually because you get that and like, all right, the first one says like a year from now, and the next one is like twenty ninety when I die, and it's like, okay, I'm I don't think Sabaro is gonna last till twenty ninety, so I know that Sabaro will close on May sixteenth, twenty twenty two. So then I go on, I go on Twitter and I and I like give all give it all this information, and then I like I record myself being the last person to ever go to Sabaro, and it's like, holy shit, how did this guy know all of this without having any insider information? And they come to me and they interview me, and I'm like, I'm um, like the modern day Nosferatu, you know. <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> That's actually the payoff is that you you say you're the modern day Nosferatu in an interview. I just want to do that joke. That's oh all. Oh my god. Oh my god. What if you celebrate the last like day of Savaro and like eating the Savaro kills you and that's that was actually your death <laughs> date and Savaro lives on to 2090? It's, no, it's even it's even worse. It like the last Savaro has like a brain fungus in it that inflicts my brain and makes me like cognitively like unconscious till 2080 yeah, and I'm like, "Oh fuck." And I <laughs> What if there's two dates and one's like a year from now and the other one is like the year 20,000 and Sabaro lasts a millennia? Well, then at that point, I can assume immortality technology becomes real and I get it. I mean, it means time loops at some point and you just die for the second time. Anyway, sorry for that uh, complete just uh, side topic, but that was just something that I uh, Segway. that I was thinking about the other day and talking about sending shit back in time for some reason reactivated that memory now the next question is what's the best way to hide a fart from <laughs> uh, cough real loud <laughs> go into the bathroom and flush the toilet a couple times i don't know i don't know i feel like we should we just kind of want to cover all the bases we talk right. we talk about philosophically intense shit and then and then poop want to cover humor. all the farts i'll do it all Got a question here from Petra who asks, in an RPG party together, what role would each of you fill? I kind of like this question. I'm the bruiser, baby, berserker, whatever. I feel like, again, this is a question that's better answered if you don't 
you can't pick yourself. Like everybody yeah. else has to pick yeah. your class, you know? Okay. Uh is a warlock. Why? You love warlocks. I think your personality fits yeah. it too. You always talk about how in another life you'd be an amazing Spanish Inquisitor. Like I feel like that's pretty accurate to Balp. What? Log is a bard, <laughs> that's easy. He's a man of the arts. You're a man of the arts. Why am I a bard? But I don't But that's still but like my, there's my no better fit for that. Like arts. there's no there's no like drawing bard, but there could be. Well, I mean there's Actually there that's true. Drawing. You could yeah, you know sorcerer sorcerers do color sorcerer, could fit, yeah. sorcerer maybe. A magical characterist. I want to be I want to be a sorcerer too. Well, you don't get to pick yourself well, out. This is the <laughs> this is the stipulation of the question that I've inflicted on us. But Balp could be a wizard instead of a sorcerer. But I think warlock. I honestly, I agree with Wayne. I think war. I think warlock because it that implies that Balp has made like a dark deal with an otherworldly force, which I feel like fits his personality. Balp would make a dark deal. I yeah, think, I think we're pretty much all in agreement. Balp definitely warlock. <laughs> you seek. Yeah, exactly. You seek power. Balp, Balp seeks seek power, power no matter what it takes. It. Balp is willing to to do anything for for power. He's always told me that. In in, in secret. In private. <laughs> in, in private. He's DM'd you four in the morning, Trog. You know I'd do anything for power. Trog, I would kill if I bet I got a bigger Sabaro pizza every time I went. <laughs> I you said I'd kill for a bigger sword. I would kill to learn spells. If I could, if I could order a size larger than large at a pizza place, I'd kill for that. I think Wayne is a small guy. He's like a little short, short guy. <laughs> okay, he can't do much. He just kind of like waddles around. Hey, I mean, if that are you making me? Are you making okay, me a no? I'll accept that. That'd be funny. That'd be awesome. No, I think if I, I if I'm that. answering to not be a joke, I think it's obvious Wayne would be some sort of punch heavy class whatever whatever flavor of that you want to use whether it's like monk or fighter a power gamer uh it's gotta be it's yeah, gotta exactly. be something that's just like a like a juggernaut. barbarian monk so, or fighter barbarian. that uses fists i think that's there there's a lot of room yeah. for punch based class in a in a traditional rpg i mean it to be fair, the question doesn't specifically say, you know, D&D. It just says RPG, so, you know, we could get crazy yeah. with it. We, I mean, we, 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 use, we use D&D rules. D&D, D&D is classic. I know, we, we, we do use D&D. That's, the, that's what most people would understand. Not to, pick for, not to pick for myself, but I think another option would be, like, Druid or something. I feel like I could probably fit into that pretty well. The, uh, now, Gur and Trog, what are you two? You gotta decide. I can't decide for myself. I'm not allowed to say. Well, you can decide for Trog. Net runner. Or... <laughs> Net well, runner. You're going. You go <laughs> for Shadowrun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Trog. You're the. You're that. You, you're like that guy from the uh, the Shadowrun trailer who's got like the two keyboards on his arms oh, that like plugs it into the garage door to open it. Yeah. Whatever that is. Technomancer. It's something like that. I don't know. I've never actually played Shadowrun. I mean, I'll take that. That sounds pretty dope. I've never played Shadowrun, though, so... Gur, you're an astronaut. <laughs> the, the new RPG class. I don't think that's an RPG class. you never played Space Boys, the, the hit tabletop RPG for uh, NASA boys. See, I feel like it's so... <laughs> I have things that define me beyond that. I swear to God, I, I do. You do! 
But it's just it's funny <laughs> to pretend like you don't. Que- questions about RPG classes, I feel like, are deceptively difficult because whenever I rationalize it in my mind, it's like, why would anybody not want to be somebody with access to magic? Magic is just like on a utilitarian scale, it completely outweighs any other possible option that you could pick. Like, oh, I can swing a sword good. Uh, I can make a feast appear with the snap of my fingers. I can levitate over canyons. Okay. Like, that's way better. I have a real answer for Gur. Gur is the rogue. Gur is absolutely a rogue. Like, you, not only, like, your personality, I feel like you can be, you can be a little savage when you want to be, but not, but you're not too obvious about it. You, 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 like, you work in the shadows. And he loves nine. So much. You are you are you're a you're a lanky guy. You're you're like you've got you've got the build for it too. The like you could absolutely I feel like you could be stealthy if you wanted to be. And you love knives. (laughs) And you're sus as I'm sus? A bit. Just a little sus. I don't know. I wanna I'm the imposter. I think I've proven how uh, bad I am at deception though. That is awesome. But that's when it wasn't real. Fake deception. You're good at real deception. That's true. I you I've lied to you <laughs> so many never, times you have no never idea. <laughs> Animated one asks, if you had one sound effect that perfectly described your personality, what would that sound effect be? What <laughs> is that like a is that a foghorn or is that like I picked Jetson's uh flying? No, you gotta car. you gotta do it. You gotta you gotta <laughs> do it. Do it. Alright, here's here's mine. Here's mine. You know that is that like ter- that was RuneScape combat? I thought that was like Terraria getting hit by an enemy noise and attacking it with a sword. No, it was RuneScape combat. I'm sad you didn't get it, Trog, because you're the well. RuneScape do a better job here. next time. All right, I'll try again. Oh, is that the RuneScape combat noise? Yeah. Oh wow. I think mine would have to be. Uh... <laughs> you cheated. You're a little cheater. See, this is why Gur is the rogue. He's a little cheater. I think he did that with his mouth. <laughs> I think he did that, <laughs> with, that his with his mouth. mouth? Okay, never mind. That's incredibly impressive, and I take everything back. Log, what's yours? Bob already took the car noise, and that's your favorite. No, he can have that too. No, I I don't know. This is I'm. <laughs> I don't think I have an answer for this one. A little bit. Sorry. I I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> that right just now. distracted you completely. Somebody's already checked are out. We talk, are we just talking about noises? Where do where do we end? Maybe now is when we end because we can't end the fucking podcast. New, new answer. <laughs> I'm in break. I'm in break. You guys were talking. I'm about in break. That's not what it sounds like. That's not what it sounds like. The getting stuck sound effect is like this. Hey, play the getting sucked sound effect to lead us out. Green Green goblin. 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 The green goblin. The green goblin. Yeah. Just like that. Green goblin. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Are we gonna plug anything? Wait, we gotta plug. We gotta plug. Wait, what? We didn't plug anything last time. Ah, oh, shit. Full metal alchemist. Uh, green goblin. Green goblin.
I'll plug the Green Goblin. I think that guy did nothing. All right, wrong. video videos of the videos of the times for this episode is the Green Goblin video. We have a re, we have to no we have it's to reupload it. Someone has it. I think I think like Tanner has it. Eric has it. I'm pretty sure. You know, we stream on Twitch. We make YouTube videos. We're on Twitter. We're on, you know, we're on social but we're media. Not we're not going to tell on, you we, about we, that. We do all these things. Log makes an incredible uh, web comic called Gather You Power. Um, you know, we stream on Twitch. I think I already said that. We do so many cool things, but we're not going to talk about any of it. We want to endorse Green Goblin sound effect video instead. And we only have time for one plug, so... I, uh, you'll, you might laugh at this. I tried to, I was gonna plug our team page just to get all of our Twitches at once. I don't, I don't know the URL. I was too. It's, our URL is twitch.tv slash team slash WRTV. There you go. Easy to remember. Type it into your browser. I was trying, I was trying WRTVS. Well, there you go. If you want to check out all our Twitches, Twitch streams, Twitch.tv slash team slash WRTV. We're all there. And a monkey drinking a Capri Sun. Check out Gather You Power. I think, like, it's, you know, I, like we're on social media, we some of us put videos up on YouTube. Check it out. Now, when you do go to our team page, uh, mind the gap. You pay. There's a monkey there with a Capri Sun. I can't change Don't it. Don't get scared. It's okay. It can't hurt you. <laughs> You're safe. It's, it's very realistic. It's but very it can't scary looking, you. and you may want to close the tab immediately. But trust me, it's okay. It's just a picture. We don't know how to get rid of it. We literally can't get rid of it. It's stuck there. The best part of our team page, that Capri Sun picture is there twice, both as like our icon and then the banner, but it just, it doesn't stretch for the banner. So it's just a zoom in on like where the straw enters the Capri Sun. (laughs) And we want to get sponsored. This is how we present ourselves and we want a polar sponsorship. We can we can change it so it's a we can edit we can Photoshop that picture. It's a polar pouch. a polar instead. Oh, right. We could do it. Well, thank you, Polar, for sponsoring our very good podcast where we talk about when we're all dying. This, pod, this podcast brought to you by Polar Seltzer. When you need carbonation and you need it fast, Polar's the only choice and answer for you. <laughs> That's what I want! That's what I want! We can't talk about Polar anymore. The podcast is over.